This morning's devotional reading comes from John's Gospel, chapter 7, uh, beginning at verse 14. About the middle of the festival, Jesus went up into the temple and began to teach. The Jews were astonished at it, saying, How does this man have such learning when he's never been taught? Then Jesus answered them, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. Anyone who resolves to do the will of God will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own. Those who speak on their own seek their own glory. But the one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and there is nothing false in him. Did not Moses give you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why are you looking for an opportunity to kill me? The crowd answered, You've a demon who's tried to kill you. Jesus answered them, I performed one work, and all of you are astonished. Moses gave you circumcision, this is of course not from Moses, but from the patriarchs, and you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath, in order that the law of Moses may not be broken, are you angry with me? because I healed a man's whole body on the Sabbath. Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Cary Grant once told how he was walking along a street and met a man whose eyes locked onto him with excitement. The man said, wait a minute, you're, 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 oh, I know who you are, don't tell me, uh, Rock Hudson, no, you're, Grant thought he'd help him. So he finished the man's sentence, Cary Grant. And the fellow said, no, that's not it, you're... Um... So there was Cary Grant, identifying himself with his own name, but the fellow had someone else in mind. The Apostle John wrote of Jesus, He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what with his own, and his own people did not accept him. Throughout his Gospel, John sets out both the tragedy of unbelief along with the triumphs of belief. He wrote his Gospel to show who Jesus is, so that you may believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing you may have life in his name. To have saving faith, it's crucial that you and I understand correctly who Jesus is. In our text, Jesus is at the Feast of Booths in Jerusalem, six months before he'd be arrested and crucified. Before he'd even shown his face at the feast, the crowds were already complaining about him, with some saying, he's a good man, whilst others disagreed, no, he's deceiving the crowd. But John wants us to see that neither of these are viable options. Jesus couldn't have been merely a good man and said the things that he said, whilst at the same time Jesus was obviously too good of a man to be a deliberate deceiver. So instead, John wants, to see, wants us to see that Jesus is the eternal Son of God in human flesh. He wants us to see Jesus' glory so that we might believe in him as our Lord and God. But John knows full well that believing in Jesus isn't the automatic response to him. 
there is always division. Some believe, some are indifferent, and others reject him vehemently. So here John shows us the reaction of the Jewish leaders and the crowds to Jesus when he went into the temple in the midst of the feast and began to teach. Although Jesus was sent from God, taught God's truth, sought God's glory and did God's miraculous works, people rejected him because they valued the wrong things, weren't willing to obey God and were judging by outward appearances only. The Jewish leaders are astonished that Jesus is able to teach in the way that he does because he hasn't been taught. More likely, they're miffed because Jesus hasn't been taught by any one of them. And so he's not teaching the crowds in the ways that they would like, with their persuasions and interpretations and their opinions and viewpoints. Jesus is preaching a different agenda and they feel very threatened by what they're hearing. Jesus then goes on to say, well, they can't even agree on their own laws. These leaders have got themselves so tied up in their own man-made legalistic rules and regulations that they can't even see the true need of the people right in front of their noses. The act of circumcision was ordained to be performed on the eighth day of a boy's life, come what may. This act was of such importance to the Jews that even if the eighth day fell on the Sabbath, the day set aside from any work whatsoever, then the circumcision was still to be performed. Jesus himself had, just a short while before these interactions with the Jewish leaders, healed a crippled man on the Sabbath day. This act of mercy and healing had sent the leadership into absolute apoplexy, not because Jesus had carried out an act of healing, but because he'd performed it on the Sabbath day. The Jewish leaders didn't recognise Jesus as the Messiah because he wasn't one of them. He came from Galilee when it was believed that no good thing could possibly come out of that place. He didn't teach the views that they wanted. He challenged them when they believed that they were superior to everyone else. Jesus believed in a social justice that placed his fellow beings before the rules and regulations of the establishment. And so they only saw what they wanted to see and heard what they wanted to hear, rather than open their ears and hearts to the word of God. They judged by the outward appearance and their own misguided belief. They could not, would not, recognise Jesus for who he truly was. They instead kept looking for someone else. They were so convinced that they would recognise so clearly the Messiah when he arrived, but when they met him, they instead couldn't see the reality, only their own picture and vision. Even though Jesus kept telling them that, I am, they kept replying, no, that's not it, you're... What about you and I? Do we recognise Jesus for who and what he actually is? Or have we instead painted ourselves a picture of what we think Jesus is like, or perhaps, more dangerously, what we want him to be like? Salvation doesn't derive from living a good life and playing the rules. It comes only from a trust and a belief in Jesus as the Messiah, the Christ, the Saviour of the world, the only Son of God who came down to earth from heavenly splendour to die on the cross in our place, 
and to rise again and to ascend back to heaven in glory and majesty. As John writes towards the end of his gospel, these things are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. May that be true for all of us today, tomorrow and every day.